Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Luray, certified lifestyle relationship counselor, educator, and motivational speaker. Whispers, it is so good to be back in this room with you all again this week, and I appreciate you all coming in, and I hope you all are trying to stay cool in all of this heat. Oh, my goodness, it's been truly unbearable. But you know, I want you all to get in on this conversation because this conversation today, wow. Make sure you call in at 516 Five nine five eight zero nine one. Once again, that's five one six five nine five eight zero nine one. Hey, whispers, did you get your cocktail or your mocktail of the episode? Okay, I'm gonna tell you something. We had this on the original episode on the 19th, and I really enjoyed it then, and I'm enjoying it again today. It's the tequila grapefruit splash. I love it. It's so refreshing, and it's fitting for, like, how the weather is right now. But listen, if you didn't get your cocktail or your mocktail, I'm sorry, you're missing it. You are truly missing it. And these are some of our – we're going to have some new ones coming up as well, so you know you're going to want to get on this. So make sure you join our VIP listing via the live link that's in the description of this episode so you can get your cocktail and mocktail the cocktail of the episode. And don't forget, you can join the conversation by calling in at 516-595-8091. And you know, Whisperers, Blog Talk Radio has heard us. They are doing this amazing, their amazing part of having the live chat box open. If you have comments, if you have questions, Drop them in your chat in the chat box here because you know your girl loves a good chat box and I monitor it well. So with that being said, are you ready to jump into this discussion? I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Now this discussion comes via an email that a client sent to me, and I have their permission to get into this with you all. So let me read the email to you first. It says, Dear Sonia. I'm writing to you and I'm hoping, excuse me, I'm writing to you and hoping it isn't too late for myself and my mate to join couples counseling or even your boot camp. We've been together for several years and today my mate broke the sound barrier with this statement. Babe, I'm not sure how to say this, but I thought he was going to say someone died or maybe he was having an affair. But no, that wasn't it. He said, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I think I lost every breath in my lungs. My heart was pounding in my ears. Sonia, how do we bounce back, or is it just done and over? Ooh, wow. Whispers. I have to take a sip of my cocktail for a second. Excuse me for a second. That that was powerful. That was a, a breathtaking, like a, a moment in that letter right there. And this was a statement that shook the very foundation 
of their relationship and how the safety that she felt. And before we really get into this discussion, you know I like to start every discussion with a clear meaning and a definition, so this is no different. So we're going to get the understanding of the word love. Once again, we're going to get the clear understanding of the word love. And love means an intense feeling or deep affection, excuse me, love means an intense feeling or deep affection or passion. Once again, that was an intense feeling or deep affection or passion. So, you know, whispers, this phase is this phrase that we hear that I we just talked about is one that um is one of the main factors I hear when many couples uh contemplate counseling with me. And I want to try to, you know, decipher or light on what that earth-shattering phrase probably means and get a little understanding about it. And plus I hope to give some tips and suggestions on what you can do about these feelings before they get too earth-shattering or this is the last point of return. So I want to take this in smaller, digestible segments and sections. So first, we're going to first, you know, kind of dissect this, the phrase, I love you. It indicates that you or that person have strong feelings and feel close to the person. Babe, I'm not sure how to say this. It also gives a clue, and it sounds as if there is a real potential within their relationship if only the person or persons knew how to free the energy from that stuck or trapped space. He didn't simply come in and say to her, look, I don't love you, and I'm ready to move on. I can't deal with you anymore. I'm done. He didn't say that. He stated he didn't know how to say it, meaning that he wanted to still protect and shield her feelings. Did you catch that? Babe, I don't know how to say this. He wanted to lessen that blow. So the second phrase is this, but I'm not in love with you. This suggests that here is something wrong with the relationship and that the love that you have for your mate or partner is not enough. It means that it's just something missing. And it may have become that the couple has been so preoccupied with getting their children raised, Um, that they forgot to tap into one another. Maybe they've been so preoccupied with other things, the different activities, the the soccer, the this, the that. Oh, I have shopping. I have a business to run. And then, you know, the inevitable mistresses of mistresses, their job that takes up so much of their time, so much of their energy. And whatever it is, it indicates that the initial phase of the relationship has to has an end or has come to that end. And notice I stated that the initial phase of that relationship came to an end, the initial phase of it. So most time when I hear this phrase, um, it comes from a lack of communication and the lack of emotional loving support. 
Did you hear that? It comes from a lack of communication and a lack of emotional support. I want to let you in on a little secret, so come closer because I'm going to tell you a secret. The real communication problem isn't about you or your partner. Did you catch what I just said? It's not about you nor your partner. The real communication problem isn't about anything that is superficial, but it's that there isn't a common language for love between the two. And most couples aren't on the same page when it comes to communicating about their love or their love needs. Let's put it that way. And many professionals call this um, a person or a person's uh, love code but I refer to it as a love language. And once before I had tapped onto this about love languages, but this conversation kind of really delves into it a little bit more that I'm going to expand on it a little bit. And um, even to tell you all a little bit just to break from the conversation a little bit is because we have something special that's coming up that I'm going to tell you about a little bit later. So remember, this conversation is still going to carry on. So let's get back into it because I have some things to share. So there are five different uh, love languages, and they are, and you may want to write them down or you can pin mark this and come back and listen to it again. If you miss any of them, don't worry. You can come back and hear the episode again. So the first one is words of affirmation. Acts of service is the second one. The third is receiving gifts. The fourth is quality time. And the fifth Fifth is physical touch. So let me give them to you again. The first one is words of affirmation. The second one is acts of service. The third is receiving gifts. The fourth is quality time. And the fifth is physical touch. So each one of these are important and it expresses love in its own way. And when we don't know our partner's love languages or love language, nor do you really understand your own, this is where we get the breakdown and we start hearing statements of, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And it starts to crumble at that very foundation that you thought you had. And the lack of knowing your partner's love language hinders the way we communicate our needs, our wants, and how it will validate us as a strong bond and what brings forth a continuous open exchange. So it communicates our needs, our wants, and how it will validate, validate you in the relationship. You know, it made me think of a great statement that I heard I heard one time, and the statement was that um, love doesn't stop, it just slows down. I, lo- I love that statement, I, and it always stuck in my mind. I don't even recall where I heard it, but it's true. Love doesn't stop, it just slows down. Sometimes it just takes a little, you know, like a little slower pace, but it's still there, but it just kind of slows down a little bit. And this is a true statement, 
and we're deeply in love with the person, but there could be elements of the person that we're like, ah, I'm not so sure about anymore. See, you know, um, you walk through this journey in your relationship. As you walk through this journey in your relationship, it's okay to see and realize you want different things because a lot of times when we move forward and we grow as people, we do want certain things that are a little bit different from our mates, and that's okay. We have different values at times and even different love languages, but it's never stopped being a real emotional connection or feeling that we have for that person. And I ask many of my clients that come to me with this um, obstacle that is in place as a large white elephant in the room, um, when did it stop? When did you stop caring about his or her well-being? And I tell you this, whisper is no joke. Nine times out of ten, the person will state, um, no, I want he or she to be happy, and I, I want her, them to progress and move forward. You know, I really want this for them. And they say, we just don't talk anymore. We don't see eye to eye on things. He doesn't have time for me or she doesn't have time for me. Well, I'm sorry that there's something else that, you know, they don't understand that when you break down these different languages and these different feelings, you eliminate some things that are missing. And so the love that you had, it means you lost the ability to know or understand what that person needs to really fuel and to feed that love language and that love. And you've forgotten what sparked that joy when you heard their voice or maybe you heard their footsteps or, you know, no, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. Maybe you forgot all about that. But is it too late to get back to that? So let's see. Let me just say this on a side note. If it's more than um, what I've just mentioned, like because this discussion is about something totally different, but if you find that you're in a verbally abusive relationship, a physical uh, relationship that is, is abusive, and you're dealing with someone who is constantly cheating on you or you're cheating on them, then this is not the conversation that, this, that I'm having right now. And you will have to have a different conversation totally. So let me just preface it. Everything that I'm saying, this is not what that, this discussion is about. So that's a whole nother subject, a whole nother thing, and, a, and a, a bigger problem that you'll have to face at a different time. And what I'm talking about now is literally the feelings that sometimes happen, and when a, a mate walks in and tells you this powerful 10 words, what do you have to do to be able to fix or come back from this, you know, crashing uh, thing that had just been told to you? Well, first, you both need to accept that you need to work together. You need to hear each other clearly on what you need, not what you want, but what you need, because needs are a little different than wants. Needs are things that are going to nurture, feed, and continue to grow. And what is lacking? And don't be ready to pick up the argument. Don't be ready to pick it up, but validate the person's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. 
you hear me say this constantly. You heard me bring it up before about validation. But when you validate someone, it means that you support or value something or someone. And that's what validation is. It means that we support and value something and someone. And when we validate our mates, we share our inner world with that person. We share our honest, real thoughts, feelings, desires, wants, needs with that person. I like to say, because I say about my mate that he is my person. And, um, you know, as you all know, my mom was like my my left-hand man and my, my person like that. But my husband is my person that I can be vulnerable with, that I can express my feelings with uh, anytime that I have weakness or, I, or anything like that. He is a person that I can express that to, vice versa. He can do the same with me. And even sometimes when he does not say it, I still know and I can tap into it because I know how he is. And so that's the same difference of what happens. So when we validate each other, it brings up and builds trust and intimacy. So I'm going to give you a couple of things here. It's going to be four key elements, key points that we're going to go through. And the, the first thing that we're going to speak about is mindful listening. And this is a way of listening without judgment. Hear me? Mindful listening is a way of listening without judgment, criticism, or interruption. And while being aware of your internal thoughts and reactions that may get in the way of you communicating in your love language, your partner can receive by really tapping into it. It won't get everything muddied up in there. You tap into it and you have that mindful listening. You're focused on what they're talking about. The second thing is acknowledging and accepting. This means that you acknowledge what your partner said or what they are feeling. You might say something like, I can see this is very upsetting to you or, you know, this seems discouraging. I'm sorry that, you know, you, you, you felt like that. I'm, I'm sorry. Because now you validated the feelings. You heard them and you validated them. Don't automatically go into the fix-it team because you're not the quicker fixer. It's not about that because sometimes they don't need you to go and fix it. They need you to hear it, acknowledge it, and then you build upon it. So remember that as well. Don't go rushing off to just fix it. Oh, okay, no problem. All right, I got you. da 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 Don't rush them by their feelings like that because it doesn't validate them. The third thing is acknowledging and accepting does not mean that you agree with what was said. Did you hear me? Acknowledging and accepting doesn't mean that you agree with what they said. You can acknowledge and agree with the person's feelings and emotions, but it doesn't mean that you need to agree with them to the point that it it takes away the validation that you need. You can validate the points that they have. You can acknowledge the points that they have. It doesn't mean you are in full agreement with the person. You need to say how you felt and how you are thinking at that time. But also be aware and be a mindful listener as they're 
talking to you and as you are talking to them. You know, if your marriage really means something to you and you realize that your love languages aren't being met, don't be afraid to make the first step. Don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and to express what you need from your mate. Just as they said, you know, as this couple, as they were working through all of this, they both realized that they had stopped hearing each other's needs. They had stopped realizing that that person still needed them and vice versa that they, he needed her. And so that's how that conversation and that love language gets lost. They get everything tied up and everything going, and it's just like if you never say something or you never really put forward. A prime example is this. Let's say that you're sick and a doctor gives you medication. You don't touch the medication that they gave you, but for you to get better, you needed the medication because it's an antibiotic and it's going to work for you and help you to get better, but now it's taking you even longer to recover. Well, it's the same difference. If you don't speak to your mate, communicate effectively, they can never meet you where you need to be met. They can never acknowledge what you need because you're not saying to them what exactly it is that you, you need from them, how you feel at that time. And men are not creatures that are, are prone to sharing their feelings because that is not what they do. But Men are creatures that they do get hurt by the people that they love, and they mask it as acting as if nothing happened. But it does have a hurt there. And so if we don't tap into that love language, we never realize how that person really is feeling. But once we tap into it, they're free to express certain things, the way that they may look at you or touch your hand. Maybe it's just the way that they place their hand on your back as you're walking or open the door and they smile at you. So what I encourage you all to do is look at yourself. What are or aren't you doing any longer? Have you stopped complimenting your mate? Have you started to take you know, time to even stop to think about what they need or brought a cute little gift or, you know what, he loves such and such. Let me bring that home. You know, it's going to surprise him. He'll be shocked. Or, you know what, she likes this. Let me get this and bring it home and surprise her with that. It's the little things that really catch everyone's attention. It's the small things that they do and that most couples love. And sometimes when we're at this point, and this juncture, we need to do a self-examination. It's the act of deeply looking over your own flaws, your own motives, your own emotions, and your own qualities when we self-examine. Self-examination requires that you take a magnifying glass and you look deeply at yourself. And then you need to realize that sometimes having the moment to step back and just take a deep breath, you realize that, wait a minute, we're arguing over silly things. I'm not focused on things. And this couple in particular here, they had went on a vacation, and they, did, they didn't do one thing together in that whole 
vacation of that five days they were away. How could they reconnect? How could they refuel? How could they engage with each other when they were not even on the same page through a five-day luxury island vacation? But that's the point, whispers. We have to be reasonable in things. And when this this word these words were stated to my client, that she really just thought like, oh, this is it. I'm, I'm done. But if you see them today, they are the most loving, genuine couple that you could meet because they learned about validating each other. They learned about knowing what the one's love language was from the other's love languages. What did they need? Was this person more of an affectionate? Was this person more of a gifter? What was it that they needed to extract from each other? And when they really invested, notice I said invested, because that requires more of you than just, you know, I'm here. It requires more and requires that you give more of yourself when you invest. So successful marriages take cultivating. And that means that it requires a little more digging. You know, it's not that surface thing because, you know, surface, nothing grows really like that. You know, as soon as a quick wind or anything blows against it, it's dead. But when it's cultivated and it's, it's that digging deep into it, it has firm roots. And so it's the same thing with the, with the marriage. It's building and nurturing healthy relationships. You have to keep on building and putting quality back in. Because if you put quality in and you're taking quality out, it keeps replenishing itself. It's like the water cycle. It keeps replenishing itself. So that's what you want to do and have to do to have points where this break of communication comes to like a stalemate. You know, whispers, I love you, but I'm not in love with you is the last call before it's all said and done. And when people say that and they get to that point, you either really want to hear beforehand because sometimes when that point comes, you don't get the opportunity to come in and really do the work to change and fix what has happened. So invest in each other's time, invest in each other's quality, invest in each other's love languages is what I'm really helping you to understand. And your takeaways, as I said, with the love languages, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Then you have to be a mindful listener, acknowledging and accepting and validating your partner, and acknowledging and accepting does, when you acknowledge does not mean that you are accepting or agreeing to it, but it's acknowledging that you heard them, you acknowledge that you are concerned about their well-being and their feelings. So those are your takeaways, and I always love to give you takeaways. And with a discussion like this, I could go on for even longer, trust me because there's so much more to this, and which brings me to this. So because there's so much to these conversations that we have here on Whispers in a Bottle, and I just have you here for some 
amount of time. We are doing something fabulous. And you're going to learn even more about it next week for a dynamic discussion that I'm going to be having with special guests. We had her on before with removing the stigma of anxiety. We're coming back in the room next week for why is it so difficult to change or force change. So we're going to have that discussion, but then we're going to have a special link for you all to join our private Facebook group, Whispers in a Bottle Exchange, because these discussions like this one here, we are actually going to open up a part of the boot camp that we do for our couples, and I'm going to even give you some of the exercises, the different things of tapping into love languages, what that's like. We're going to have a special opportunity for you to work one-on-one with me, and I'm excited over it because this is the thing. We are in a growth 21. 2021 means growth mindsets in our relationships, growth mindset in our careers, growth mindsets in our relationships, our lives, and what we're putting forward to one another. So with that being said, you know I would love for you all to come and get social with me. I am on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Instagram.com slash whispersinabottle underscore podcast, as well as on Twitter um, at Twitter.com slash capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S capital B-O-T-T-L-E. You must put it in that way or you won't find me. And I'm going to be in our special private Facebook group, Whispers in a Bottle Exchange. And look for the live link next week. And if you go on to Facebook and you put that in, the Whispers in a Bottle and um, two semicolons and exchange will pop up, join, follow and join, because there's going to be some great things going on in there. And so we also like to thank our um, sponsor of the episode, which is SMD Cosmetics. And you can find them at www.smdcosmetics.com and use the special code SONIA20 for a discount on your total order at checkout. So with that being said, Whisperers, thank you so much for tuning in to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Loray. Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. And I hope you guys have a safe and happy weekend. And I look forward to us getting back together again next week for another fabulous episode. All right, guys, be safe. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.